Welcome to Inspiration, Influence and Impact, the podcasts with your hosts, Karen Caswell and Catherine Williams. Listen as guests from all walks of life share where they have found inspiration, who has influenced them in their lives and what impact they hope to have on the lives of others. These stories not only connect and empower us, but inspire, influence and impact those around us, often more than we'll ever know. We acknowledge the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and all Indigenous peoples of the world as the traditional owners and custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters, sky and culture. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to Inspiration, Influence and Impact, the podcast episode one. We are thrilled to get the podcast underway and to welcome our very first guest. This is particularly exciting for me as this person has had a significant impact on my life, helping me rediscover my passion for teaching and their inspiration and encouragement is a big reason why I'm still in the game, so to speak. They're also the motivation for starting the TLAP Down Under Twitter chat and developing a professional learning network, which is how I became connected with Catherine, who has also been influenced by our guests in a different way. I'm delighted and honoured to welcome Dave Burgess to the show. Hi, Dave. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you so much. And congratulations to both of you on starting the podcast. I'm excited to be your first guest. And uh, thank you for taking a risk and putting your work out into the world. I love it. Oh, it's just wonderful that you can be on the very first podcast and couldn't think of anyone better. So thank you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it's always exciting when you start something new. A little bit nerve-wracking, but uh, we'll get there. <laughs> I know the feeling. I started a podcast and I was super nervous with mine as well. So Dave, I know in the education world you are well known, but for our listeners who may not be familiar with your imprint on the world just yet, please tell us more about yourself, such as where are you located, your current work, perhaps your passions and your mission. Yeah, so I am from San Diego, California. And uh, I was a teacher for 17 years, coached a little bit before that. And then while I was teaching, I uh, wrote this book called Teach Like a Pirate <laughs> and um, had the good fortune to have it kind of do well and to take off and began to become a professional development speaker and travel around and do my Teach Like a Pirate program. And in the midst of that, I also started a publishing company. And now that's what I'm doing. So I'm, in, I'm living in San Diego and running the Day Burgess Consulting Incorporated Publishing Company with uh, Shelley Burgess. And um, we published over 150 different books um, and still run the business right from the house. And how many um, books just keep, keep coming out there? I remember when it was the 50, then the 100, now 150. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's, a, it's been quite the, quite the journey, quite the adventure. I did hear a lot of work with being a magician. So you like to incorporate some of that into your work? Absolutely. So that was something that uh, I, um, a lot of people get kind of the magic bug when they're a kid. I was a little different. I was an adult and I was at a restaurant and there was a magician that was traveling from table to table and doing magic. And I uh, was just absolutely enthralled by it. Went to the magic shop, grabbed a few things, learned a few things and happened to try something in my classroom. And the impact that I had in the class, it, it, was, it was enormous. I couldn't believe that I had just done a very small thing and the impact was way larger than what I had done. And I was like, oh, I might be onto something here. And so I learned a little more magic and began to incorporate more and more. Eventually kind of really 
uh, became obsessed by it and started to work part-time as a uh, professional magician, but then was, was seeking more and more ways to incorporate magic into uh, my classroom and in my curriculum. And that became something that I now, I use in my professional development, development speaking as well. So I incorporate magic into my program. That, that's something that I always encourage other people to do is to, I, I tell people like, what is unique about you, your particular strengths and talents and your voice that you add to what you do in your classroom is what's gonna make you most powerful and effective with students. And so it's not about going out and becoming a magician or buying a card magic book. It's about finding what is unique about you and your, what, what is that you're into your contributions and adding that to what you do as, a, as an educator. And that was powerful for me. And I think it's powerful for others as well when they do that. Yeah, certainly a unique way to make connections. Absolutely, yeah. And so when you share some of yourself, like I always tell educators, like I'm trying to bring more of myself to work every day. We're at work too high of a percentage of our lives to unplug ourselves when we walk through the doors of the building. And so not only is it going to make us more fulfilled as an educator when we add some of our personal passions into what we do, but also it helps us develop rapport and relationships with kids, make those connections. And they come to see us as a human being, as opposed to some like test preparing automaton or something like that. I don't think anyone would think you are an automaton, whether you're doing magic or not. <laughs> I, I, I hope not. <laughs> um, so we'll move on to this, the next question. So where have you found inspiration and what impact has it had? Yeah, so this is something that I wrote about in Teach Like a Pirate. Uh, I'm going to tell you something very strange about Teach Like a Pirate that not everyone um, realizes. And that is that there's not one single educational book referenced inside, not a single one. Uh, and it's not because I don't like education books. I just told you I published over 150, right? It's because that's not where it came from. It was from the outside drawn in. And so I always try to encourage educators to have a, how can I use that mindset when they look around the world? Always look around the world and say like, what is it that other professions use in their line of work? How can I use that in my line of work? What are kids and do outside of school? How can I use that inside of school? Always looking around the world saying, how can I use that? So Teach Like a Pirate came from, like, for example, my back, we talked about my background as a magician, like that influenced my sense of staging and showmanship and incorporation of props and things like this. My background as a coach influenced how I give feedback to students, how I break down instruction and how I develop a motivational component to my class, like how a coach can get a team ready to like knock down the walls, like coming out of a locker room. Like I can do that with my students. My background as a marketer and entrepreneur influenced how I, like, uh, I, I pitch my, my content. I'm selling marketing my content to my students. I'm using sales and marketing techniques in the classroom, right? And so all these things have come together to create the best me, right? But Teach Like a Pirate, it's not about you teaching like me. It's about you finding your unique, your unique voice and then using some of these human nature ideas that I talk about in the book to create the best you, right? And so I never want people to think that I'm trying to create a uh, Dave Burgess clones, as I travel around and talk about Teach Like a Pirate, it's about encouraging people to incorporate their strengths and talents, like I said, we talked about before. And then I talk about a whole bunch of human nature ideas that just draw in people and make them, you know, almost magically or magnetically into what you're doing in the classroom. And then when you combine those things, whew, man, that's when you can really become powerful. So in a way, you are able to draw out of people and let them see, hey, I'm really good at this or this is my my niche. You do that very well. That's why this is certainly what I try to do, try to empower people to uh, to incorporate those things into what they do. Dave, you have a significant influence on thousands of others across the world. 
Who has influenced you and in what way? So I'll tell you a couple. So one, um, at a formative time in my life, my first job as a human being, I worked for three summers for John Wooden at the John Wooden basketball camps in Thousand Oaks, California. So John Wooden is considered to be, uh, if not the best, one of the best basketball coaches, maybe coaches of all time. And so for three summers, I got to work directly with John Wooden at his basketball camps. And I got to see him deliver his pyramid of success, for example, to the campers and parents on the first day of every camp and to, uh, and, and, so I drew a lot of lessons and a lot of stuff from John Wooden. Um, and, you know, we can talk about some of those things. And then another one is one of my favorite authors of all time is Seth Godin. And mm -hmm. Seth Godin is one of the ones that I, uh, I credit with the idea of starting our own publishing company and um, putting out the book. And Seth Godin has a quote that I love. He said, reject the tyranny of picked, pick yourself. And so it's the whole idea that you don't have to be chosen. You don't have to be called on. You don't have to ask permission. If you have some impact that you want to make in the world, you have something that you want to do in the world, then go do it. You don't have to be, uh, no one has to select you. So reject that tyranny of thinking that someone has to pick you and go put your work out into the world and make the impact that you want to have. And so uh, Seth Godin is another person that had a big impact on um, how we got this thing all rolling. And I know that um, when I when you shared that quote, that Seth Gordon quote, um, that really resonated with me because I think for a long time, yeah, I waited for to somebody else to, I guess, acknowledge or invite or, you know, um, say, here's your chance. And it's not up to that. It's take it, <laughs> do it. Absolutely. All right. So I really liked also there that your influences was like obviously something from personal experience, someone that, um, you know, in your own life. And then, you know, we, it doesn't always have to be that way. We can be influenced by people that we've never met before as well. And that can be just as powerful as that um, personal interaction. All right. So I know the impact that you've had on my career and my life but what impact do you hope to have on others? One of the things that was important for me was um, like sometimes people will say, are you going to write and teach like a pirate part two, basically is what they're calling. You know, they, they don't maybe say it exactly like that, but that's basically what they say. Are you going to write teach like a pirate part two? And I always tell them no. And because I feel like I wrote my manifesto. Um, this was what I wanted to share with the world. And I put my work out there and it's the, it's the authentic version of me. And there's nothing in that book that I didn't do and use in my classroom. And sometimes people will say, well, how come this isn't in that book? Or how come you didn't put that in there? And usually my answers are usually the same. Like, well, because maybe I wasn't very good at that. You know, people say like, how, there's not, how come there's not more ed tech in your book? Well, because I wasn't very good at it. And so I didn't put it in there because I wanted it to be my authentic work. And so I feel like I did that now. I wrote my manifesto. And so now what I see my role is, is um, lifting the voices of others and trying to empower other people to share their voice with the world. And so it was important for me to add other people to this line. I've put my work out. Now, um, you know, let's, let's find other people and help them share their stories. And so that's what I feel most passionate about right now is helping other people share their work with the world and amplify their impact on the world. Have you got any projects in stall at the moment? I know things have stalled with the pandemic, but anything in the works? Uh, yeah, so I've got, there's a couple of things I'm excited about. And um, 
One of the more recent ones is we just started some online classes. And so we've been publishing books for many, many years now, but now we just started what we call DBC University. And so we have a series of online courses uh, that people can access from our authors. Um, and uh, so we're kind of, it's, it's a new direction with a lot of our authors unable to travel and speak at the same amount that they used to because of the pandemic. This was a way for us to be able to uh, get their messages out to the world. And so we're excited about that. We always have books coming out um, that we're excited about. And so we have some new projects coming out soon and ones that have just been released that we're pretty passionate about. We love working. It's so We're so inspired by these people that we're working with and love helping them share their work with the world. Those DBC University courses, so I've enrolled in two. One is Increase Your Impact. And the other is the free one, which is a great thing that you guys have offered, like the start of the year, student engagement. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the student engagement toolbox. I think it is. Hmm. In the, uh, it's, it's, it's free. Go there, access it. It's all it's, uh, no cost at all. And then the Increase Your Impact by Jill Seiler. So Jill is the author of um, Thrive Through the Five, which, uh, wow, like what a, what a powerful book for right now, yeah. <laughs> because it's, a, it's kind of about the idea that well, there's probably, you know, 95% of our work we love, but there's, there's no matter what your job is, there's that 5% that's tough. And how do we thrive through even that 5%? And we've made many jokes since she wrote it about the fact that um, if we could retitle that book, we'd probably make that 5% a little higher right now. <laughs> but, uh, but certainly the concept behind the book is uh, very powerful for the moment. And you've just released a new course as well. So is that four you're up to now? Uh, yeah, so there's four on there with more coming soon. And the, the, the most recent one was by Andrew Sheros, who is called a lifeline for new teachers. And, uh, you know, I, I would say it's pretty safe to say that all teachers are feeling a little overwhelmed and struggling right now. But imagine mm -hmm. entering the profession right now. So you have all the new teacher stress and anxiety, and then you throw them into the current situation that people are in in, in education right now. And um, our new teachers need help and they need support so. um, if we're going to retain them. And so um, we have a lifeline for new teachers by Andrew Sheros that just got released. And I know yeah. that's a big passion of CAS is uh, supporting educators, mm -hmm. but especially yeah. beginning teachers as well. We lose such a high percentage of our educators mm -hmm. in the first few years. And um, it's a shame because I think if we could just find better ways to support them, we'd be able to keep a Absolutely. lot of these people that are very talented. But just, I mean, those tough, those first years are, are, are tough for everybody. Yeah. And finding that support, I found that that was the hardest part was just having support, even as a, you know, mature age sort of teacher, never mind the early years and how difficult it is for them. And I think that's part of the, I guess, the beauty or the benefits of, um, all the online spaces or the digital spaces now as well is that you can find that support um, in other places it doesn't have to be within your own school I mean it's great if it is obviously but um, yeah if you're needing something else there are those other avenues to pursue and I know that that made a huge difference for me is getting connected I'm the with same other people that made the turning point in my career was getting connected through social media and just broadening that community I feel I feel exactly the same it was a game changer me as well. I'm always encouraging people to get connected and, you know, no matter what the platform is um, or no matter what you're into in education, there's a group of people uh, who will be supportive and collaborate with you and lift you up and inspire you. And you can, you can find kind of your people, your community or, in our, or your crew in yeah. our language 
um, and it's out there. And so if you're not getting that in your school system, go find it somewhere else. This kind of goes back to that Seth Godin, uh, you know, if, you, if you're not getting what you need, go get it. The next five quick fire questions, inspirational influence and impact recommendations. So the first one, who should we connect with? Uh, so I think that rather than giving you a person to connect with, I'm gonna give you um, the idea to go find communities, go find, um, I, I, I've talked about before this thing with uh, Jerry Garcia, it was leading on the, uh, the Grateful Dead. And there was these deadheads that followed them around and uh, from concert to concert to concert. And someone asked him one time, like, what is the story with all these people that follow you around, like, for, like the, from concert to concert to concert? And he said, you know what? It's not about us. It's about what we have done is we have, we have created a place where people come together, a place to ritualize. So where like-minded people can come together and find community together, find space, be in space with each other and to ritualize. So go find your community of people. Like for example, our community often uh, meets in the TLAP hashtag, T-L-A-P uh, on Twitter. And, um, and that's what, of course, Karen with TLAP down under was had it like, it's about creating communities. That's what we always encourage people to do is to create communities around your message, be an authentic member of those communities, become connected to those communities, be a prolific sharer within those communities, and those communities will turn around and support you. Absolutely. What book is a must read? These are hard questions for you because you're not gonna be able to pick just one of anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for sure. So obviously uh, I will send you to our book page at dayburnersconsulting.com and there's all kinds of books out there. But you know what, I'm gonna, since we mentioned it already, um, I'm gonna go with uh, Jill Seiler's book, Thrive Through the Five because people are struggling, they're feeling overwhelmed right now. And uh, that's a fantastic book and it addresses that issue of like, hey, even though we love our work, it's tough. And how can we get through that? And so I'm, I'm going to, I'll stick with that since we mentioned it earlier. How about a non-educational book then? Okay, so I am a fan of uh, Ryan Holiday books. Um, and he is a person who writes about stoicism and stoic philosophers. And he has a series of books, like, for example, The Obstacle is the Way, Ego is the Enemy, and Stillness is the Key. Um, he just put out one on courage as well. And so I love his take on looking at the Stoics, but then applying their lessons to modern day life and showing how modern day leaders and uh, people are using these ideas. And so I'll say the Ryan Holiday series is fantastic. Good to know. I, I, I should have warned our listeners to get a pen and paper or come back and <laughs> rewind we'll this and come back and listen so you can get all this down. We'll share it in the show notes. <laughs> All right, I know there's lots of podcasts out there, but what is one that's, well, some that are definitely worth listening to? Oh uh, yeah, so I'm a fan of this thing. It's called the Dave Burgess Show. Um, <laughs> and actually, yep, I hate to that one. <laughs> yeah, I almost hate to say that because I haven't put out an episode in so long. So maybe this is going to influence. Maybe this uh, before <laughs> this goes live, maybe I'll try to get a new episode out. Uh, so it's been a couple months since I had an episode out. So I'm super excited about my podcast, which I started, and uh, lots of our authors have podcasts as well. Since I mentioned Ryan Holiday, I mentioned that he has a uh, podcast as well. He has a, a, a stoic mm -hmm. podcast. Um, I like Rich Roll, the Rich Roll podcast. Yes, yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm an avid listener to him. I like the Tim Ferriss show podcast mm -hmm. as well. 
And so I like these podcasts that have a wide variety of guests on. And so, yes, I do like the educational podcasts and there's lots of people who have wonderful ones, but I also like ones that kind of go into lots of different areas and take people that are strong. You know, I, I, I kind of, I, I believe in this idea called live wide, read wide. Yes. And so I like podcasts that talk to a wide range of people. Yeah. Which is great hearing different people's stories and their perspectives. And, 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 and you know, speaking of that, um, often if say like a book comes out, that is that I'm interested in. What I will do is I'll go search that person in the podcast library. Mm -hmm. And often upon a book's release, they're giving all sorts, of course, they're appearing on different podcasts uh, to discuss their book. And so I don't even necessarily have to go read that book right away, I, but I might listen to four or five of their podcast interviews and get the main points of the book right from them um, and, and directly talking about it on the podcast. So that's another way that I like to use yeah, the platform. Good idea. All right, the next question is, what is a cause we should support? Uh, well, certainly right now, um, it's been never, never more important to support your fellow educators and, and teachers because they're getting bombarded from all sides. Uh, and I talked to a principal the other day who basically said that, he, that um, they felt that this year felt like the Hunger Games, like some sort of dystopian novel. Um, and that never before, and, and this is another principle told me, never before, there's always people that are unhappy, but never has everybody been unhappy at the same time. You know, where no matter what you do, there are people that are angry mm. and you can't seem to make any decision that doesn't, you know, that's not going to uh, upset at least 50% of the people. Yeah. And so um, education right now is in desperate need of all of us to pull together and support each other and to realize that, um, you know, it, it's absolutely overwhelming. And so uh, we need to really rally behind each other, I think. All right, and the last one, only because I'm desperately missing it. <laughs> Where is your dream travel destination? Yeah, so uh, one of my favorite places on earth is Hawaii. I love to go to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. um, and my time in Australia was fantastic. I would love to go back. And then I'm gonna add one, which is a little bit outside the box. There's a Russian translation of Teach Like a Pirate. And I actually have a fairly large group of uh, Russian teachers that I'm connected with on Instagram. I would love to go and do a Teach Like a Pirate program in Russia because uh, there's some teachers there that are very excited about Teach Like a Pirate and you know, through the Russian translation. And so um, I, I would love to go do a live program in Russia. Oh, well, that's exciting. You're gonna learn some Russian, you're gonna have a translator. <laughs> I can just imagine someone trying to keep up with you translating. Yeah, it's a, I, I speak pretty fast in the live program, but um, you know, the thing, the, the cool thing about that is uh, like, so here in the United States, speaking more than one language is like a, you're an outlier and it's almost like if you speak two, three, four languages, I mean, people are like, wow, that's incredible. And most places in the world, it's just, it's almost, um, it's, it's, it's normal to speak more than one language. Mm. And so when I interact, I'm always, you know, when I interact with these teachers in Russia, uh, they're like, sorry about, sorry about my English. And I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? Like your English is better than most of the people here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so um, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't think we'll have too much of a problem. I might have to slow down a slow little down. bit. Slow down, yes, probably. <laughs> so I'm sure there's lots of people that would like to connect with you. So what are the best ways for the listeners to engage with you? 
Okay, so go check out that Dave Burgess Show podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, I'm at DaveBurgess.com, DaveBurgessConsulting.com. And on the social media side of it, I am at Burgess Dave on Twitter. My name just flipped around to Burgess Dave. And if you are an Instagram person, you can find me at DBC underscore INC. So DBC underscore INC on Instagram. I would love to connect with you in all or any of those places. And don't let this be a one-time thing. Make sure you be, get a, become a connected educator and uh, let's connect, let's collaborate. Yeah, and I, I can um, recommend that Dave does engage with anyone that does mm-hmm. make connections with him as well, um, evidenced by the fact that we're doing this podcast today. Yo, and thank you so much for having me on this show. I'm excited that you two are starting this and I can't wait to uh, listen in and to find out who's going to be next. Oh, thank you. It has been an honour and a pure delight to have you, Dave, as our very first guest. And we just wish you all the best for this year. And thank you very much. Absolutely. My pleasure. And good luck with the podcast. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks so much. (laughs) Dave is so inspirational and we are grateful he chose to share his manifesto and that his influence continues as he empowers and amplifies the passions, stories and powerful work of others. We are thankful for the impact he has had on us and the world. Thank you for listening and we hope you found something inspiring, influential or impactful to take away. We'd be honoured if you shared the podcast with friends and colleagues and would greatly appreciate it if you showed your support by subscribing to Inspiration, Influence and Impact, the podcast and leaving a review and rating for the podcast. Please connect with us on social media. For Karen, it's KCASW1 on Twitter and authenticity underscore in underscore edu on Instagram and Kath Williams 05 on both. As we'd love to continue the connection, we hope you join us next episode.